0: Welcome to this week's Sports Squire Wellness Corner. This week, we're going to talk about what I learned from the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, and what it taught about very systematic ways to look at achieving wildly important goals. This book was written by Chris McChesney, Sean Covey, and Jim Hewling, and it's got some really simplistic insights into how all of us can achieve organizational and individual success by focusing on four disciplines that will help us to, to reach our goals. Number one is focusing on the wildly important. Number two is acting on the lead measures. Number three is creating a cadence of accountability. And number four is keeping a compelling scoreboard. So as we focus and dive into that, what does that mean? Most important for a lot of us that are, are wanting to get in better shape, we're wanting to, to live a healthier lifestyle and see the fruits of our labor so that we can, you know, give more energy to others and, and have an opportunity to influence and in more of an energetic and positive limelight, you know, I think it's important for us to set first things first and to figure out why are we sacrificing our time to go out and and to do our training and to do our exercise and to focus on our mental health, our nutrition, our sleep, everything that could possibly go into your personal wellness, your spiritual walk, you know, and the disciplines that, that go into that as well. So first things first, with discipline one, you want to identify, most importantly, what is wildly important to you or to your group. right? And the most important thing is, is taking inventory, taking some time to reflect, to be able to put first things first. Number two, acting on lead measures. I've coached on this several times throughout the years, and the, the, the easiest way to explain lead measures is to compare lead versus lag measures. So when you look at lag measures, lag measures are always the results or the outcomes that tend to happen after the fact. You can't control it. All you're doing is essentially, uh, you know, looking at it in, in retrospect to be able to kind of give you insights on how your performance went, and and then it allows you to then prospectively kind of make some changes. But the lead measures are the processes, the, the the lever arms, the things that are actually getting you to that lag result. And so the the lead activities are so entirely. Uh, and specifically important. And so what I challenge all of you to do is to spend a ton of time once you've identified discipline one with your wildly important goal to figure out number two, how do you identify your lead measures? And that's simply, you know, I'm going to go to bed at nine o'clock every night and I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. every morning. It may be different for you. It may be 11 and 7 or whatever it is, but I'm going to get a specific amount of sleep. So because of that, the lead measure that I'm going to focus on is the activity of going to bed at this time and waking up at this time. Another example may be uh, you, you want to lose weight, okay? So you're gonna go, you're gonna step on the scale and uh, you're going to to basically gauge what your, your baseline is and then you're gonna say, I am going to, cut this amount of calories throughout the week and I am going to exercise this specific amount and burn this specific amount of calories. So when you do that and you focus on the activities that is going to get you back on that scale and help you to lose weight um, that that is essentially what a lead versus lag measure example looks like. So what are some lead measures that a lot of you out there can focus on? You know just something to reflect on. I know for me you know, a few lead measures in my life that I am working on specifically. Uh, you know, I have one, one of my wildly important goals is is by far my faith and how I can continue to grow uh, in my Christian faith and and walking with the Lord. And so for me, I've made a wildly important goal to, to dig into the scripture every single morning. And if I want to be able to do that, I have got to set some very specific lead measures that blocks the distractions out, first thing in the morning so that I know that I'm getting up and I'm doing that specifically. So for me, it's going to bed at a very specific time. I try to get in bed before 1030 and then I'm trying to get up before six o'clock and then that will give me at least 30 minutes of that time in the morning to do that. Now from a training perspective, one of the things that I'm focusing on from a lead measure perspective is is making sure that my planning is set in place so that I don't have to be scrambling every single week to figure out what I am doing on any specific day at what specific time so I can make sure that I'm not missing my training days and you know I'm recording this episode on a, a Sunday afternoon and just got done running my interval sprints I did you know 10 by 120 yard sprints uh, with you know basically a minute and a half interval walk slash jog in between each each set talking about 30 minutes I've had that planned out now for a week um, you know that is a very specific and intentional thing that I planned out I did an episode uh, last Thursday on the benefits of intervals interval sprint training if you're interested go back highly encourage you to listen to that but with that being said is one of your lead measures is planning. You know, it's not just going through the action and saying, yes, if I do this, A, B, and C, I'm going to get this result. It's wonderful. You've got to do A, B, and C. But before you do A, B, and C, you have to think. Through what your plan is and what your execution is going to look like, so you can visualize, you can map out things that are priority in your life, and that you can actually get after it and go back and do it. So that's discipline two. So act on the lead measures, right? Discipline three is creating a cadence of accountability. Extremely important. So what that means is, you know, having an accountability partner, having someone that you trust that's going to push you, whether that's a coach, a leader. Uh, a colleague, a friend, whatever it may be. You know, I, I've got uh, a couple friends that, you know, um, you know, some are runners, some are uh, power lifters, some are um, bicyclists. Whenever I do a specific activity, I tend to engage with some of those people and I'll send them messages and say, hey, just got done with a uh, 10 by 120 run. How's your running coming along? And, you know, it's a fun banter back and forth that allows you to kind of stay accountable to results. You've got friends that are kind of putting social pressure on you to continue to kind of push through. Um, But I think it's healthy. If you can find one person that has similar goals as you, that, that wants to strive for those similar wildly important goals, it's very, very awesome to be able to share Um, You know some of the success and some of the challenges of an ongoing training program, and to be able to have that cadence of accountability to help you continue with the consistency of performing those lead measures, right? Um, Because that's really what we talked about as well as in the last week. Sports Squire Wellness is is the consistency um, that that plays into really the the success of what we do and. There is a boredom in consistency, and you have to figure out how to overcome that boredom of consistency when it comes to your own training program and your own wellness program. The last one, number four, is keep a compelling scoreboard. This is challenging for some people. Some people don't want to take the results, or they're not organized, or they don't have tools, or have not you know, done enough digging to figure out how they can keep a compelling scoreboard. Um, It can be as simple as, you know, having a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or any type of device that's tracking your heart rate, tracking your steps, tracking your actual movement and activity throughout the day. It could be uh, simply, you know, being able to check the box and being able to share with that accountability partner how many times you've went on a run this week versus uh, last week, or or maybe you're keeping a a running tally of how many miles you're running, so it kind of gives you some incentive. You know, I remember back in, in the old days in college when I was personal training uh, clients. You know, we used to do these uh, incentive uh, where hey, go let's go climb Mount Kilimanjaro, and it was a fake Mount Kilimanjaro, and we put a scale on it, and every time they did a specific workout, they got a specific scalable. Uh, you know, movement up the mountain and then back down the, the mountain. And, you know, creating kind of that scoreboard is extremely motivating and it's an encouraging and it's a, it allows you to show yourself that you are making progress and that you are gaining momentum. So that's extremely important on your personal wellness journey. So to wrap up, let's talk about this again. So discipline one, focus on the wildly important. Figure out, you got to got to take time to reflect and, and take inventory. Think about the things that you want to change in your life and, and go and do it. And number two, act on those lead measures. So figure out, stop dreaming, stop thinking about once you've identified what those wildly important goals are, start slowly getting after what you're going to do. So the lead measures are the actual execution, the getting out, the movement, the, the small bites of momentum that are going to get you towards that lag goal. Number three, creating that ca- cadence of accountability, whether that's through another person, whether that's a process, uh, whether it's you know visibility, you know whatever it is to create more accountability for your actions so that you are more consistent is going to be huge for you. And then keep that compelling scoreboard. You want to keep your encouragement, your motivation, your competitive juices flowing. So it's always important to keep that scoreboard so that you know. That you're moving somewhere and that you're not just doing this for no good so hopefully you can take these four disciplines of execution highly encourage you if you have not read the book go get the audio book pick up the paperback unbelievable read it's something that has really challenged me and helped me change my mindset over the last several years and has helped me to implement and stop thinking and start doing so hope you guys found this great as an insight and continue to keep learning and applying your action to your knowledge, and we'll talk to you this Thursday on our full-length segment. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Sports Squire podcast. Check out the show notes for anything you missed during today's episode. Click subscribe if you haven't already to ensure you get updates on the latest Sports Squire episodes. And remember, as a Sports Squire, your greatest self is found at the intersection of knowledge and action. Don't be normal. Be a Sports Squire.